Welcome back to the Harvest uh, with another episode. It's your boy Tony here. I have two special guests, two friends, two brothers, two uh, two of my dogs. Uh, my boy John, Jonathan Williams, aka Six Nine, and my boy Dominique Stiegel, my boy Scooter. And um, like it's kind of it's kind of crazy how it all came out. Like we, you know, you hit me up about being on the podcast. I'm just like you know, let's talk about let's, really uh, let's talk. What we usually say, but let's say stuff that we usually say just with a camera, you know, right. just with a camera on mics, because um, I know for sure, like we we have some pretty um interesting and like intellectual, yeah, yeah, you know, so you know, kind of like um want to like bring that to light um, today and whatnot. But uh, these are two dudes I met in high school, right? That was a year above me. Um, you you played uh, baseball, baseball, swam. Swim, and he was the football star, right? Basketball. We actually went to a hundred black men together too. Oh, yeah. We did. That's yeah. what I mentioned before. That's what we really did. Yeah. We went to start going to the same school together. I was like, oh, yeah. Well, no, I was already at Manny, bro. That was my first time meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's how we really made it. <laughs> <laughs> What, I was like, I'm, uh, I'm already there. I was like, you know, what made you get into pain? Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, for real. Uh, so I started playing the trumpet like fifth grade, um, up until like middle school. I kind of like stopped, but it was. Um, I used to play football, and I was like, bro, I need to do something to get in the football game for free. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, like that's the only reason I, I haven't like before I got in the marching band, I had not played trumpet in about two years. Like I wasn't like it was just <laughs> Yeah, I just wanna go to football games for free. So I was like shit, I knew how to play trumpet. I was like shit, it can't be that bad. That's the way to get in there. Man, what in the game, <laughs> And Maze had a good band, so it was a win win. Yeah, it was a win win for sure, for sure. But I wanna um like I look at I look at y'all, first of all I look at y'all like big bros, right? Like that y'all was a year ahead of me, and it was just like, you know, like shit, I know, like, school one of the smartest people I know, right? When it comes to, uh, <laughs> I ain't gonna say what I want to say. That's my dog, that's my dog, uh, bro. No, Yo, yeah, Stu always been like someone I looked up to, and I and I told you um, this past week. Oh yeah, yeah. I, you know I looked up to you. I mean, a lot too, bro. Yeah, and I think um, one thing that this like portrays is just like black men like just really like creating that bond where like we we mm-hmm. we hold each other account- accountable, right. like right. we we pushing off each other, we fueling each other, and I feel like that's important, um, especially now. Especially now, and especially it's important for us to like even hear words of encouragement, or just like you know, like keep going. Like you, you know, like sometimes you have to be yeah. reminded of you that nigga. Sometimes you feel me? Like, that group of people that's gonna rip you. Yeah, I, I look at it as like y'all are family, but y'all not blood. But the relationship that we have is kind of like we family, yeah. and when we say things to each other, it's kind of like yo, this is not my family, but. This is a person that is very close to me, and they saying this. Yeah. 
it, it means something different than your family being supportive. Because if we really think about it, that's what your family's supposed to do. Yeah. But a yeah. random friend that you meet, because you can't choose your family, right? Yeah. So <laughs> you can't choose your family. Basically, yeah. our bond is kind of like if y'all say something to me about something, if I say something to y'all, you kind of like, okay, this my dog. I need to kind of, you know yeah, what I mean? Need to get right, right. Yeah. First, somebody else saying. Man, you ain't supposed to be doing it. I don't even know you, bro. So, <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it, it has its purpose having friends. Yeah. No, thanks. And I was, and you played football at Wake Forest. You right. played football, football at uh, Wake Forest, and I graduated from there and went to Grambling State in 2016. Yeah. And we won a championship there. That was that was an experience in itself, going from a predominantly white institution to an HBCU. Mm. It was uh it wasn't a culture shock because like you said, we went to Maze. So yeah, Maze yeah. was pretty much like grammar. <laughs> and Wake Forest, since I was an athlete That's a that's a real thing. Like you saying Maze is like an HBCU. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. Cause to football band and socializing, it was pretty much the same well, thing. Yeah. We were just in a different age group. So yeah, that wasn't really a culture shock. Wake Forest really wasn't because the athletic side was predominantly black, but a lot of the students was Caucasian or Asian or different races, mm. but you kind of like blend into it. Mm. So, and I wasn't a person that wasn't shocked when I seen things, certain things I kind of like tried to adapt to yeah. so I can get that experience and not be stuck on one culture or one yeah. society. You know what I mean? So, and you went to, uh, you went to Bard, right? Yeah, I started in New York. Bard, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so look, the thing, the thing about Bard is, it's not in the city. Everybody's oh, just like, you went to school in New York. Oh, you've been downtown all the time. It's close no. to Syracuse, right? Uh, I don't think it's close to Syracuse. It's about hour or two outside okay. the city, more north. Mm-hmm. It's about an hour away from Poughkeepsie, but it's like a, uh, it's up in like the Catskill Mountains. So it's like. The school is in the middle of nowhere. Mm. We got a, like a town called Red Hook. They just got like a whole bunch of mom and pop shops. Mm. They got pancakes. <laughs> but there's like a whole bunch of Asian restaurants. <laughs> but on campus, oh, shut up. On, the, on the campus, it was predominantly white. Um, it was probably about 200 black kids. And the only reason I ended up there, I got possibly out of high school. So it was like, it was an early decision, so it was like we had to make our decision like early December, late November. So it was like, I got it. Second semester, I ain't had to do shit. I ain't had to find no schools. It was good. Take I was good. I knew where I was going already. So then I went up there, hit them two years, and I came home, boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks, thanks. It yeah. got, it's like almost kind of like in the same experience almost. I went to Kansas. And that was as like a little kid. Just imagine, like I'm in Riverdale, was mostly black, mm-hmm. hood baby kids, and I go to Kansas with Becky and Susie, and I'm the <laughs> only like I'm the only black kid in my class. But it may be, it may be one other, but they they ain't what I'm you you know what I'm saying? Like, I was they, about to say they're <laughs> from a different environment. Yeah, so it's like they almost like one of them almost. Yeah. You know? So I, I grew up in that to where like I was. Uh, Eyeball out, and I was like, I was a kid, bro. I was like, what is this shit? But it's crazy that at that age you can recognize. Like, yeah, like, like, like now I look back at it, just be like, yeah. 
Shit, like, you know, like me. yeah, <laughs> but but again, I'm also like you were saying how you was um, like grateful for the HBCU experience and the PWI experience. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful for that experience as well because it made me to oh. where like I know how to move around the room right. now when it comes yeah. to certain people. I know how to like you know it, you'd be surprised at how many of your black friends are getting nervous around white people. Right. Boy. Yeah. Like it's yeah. like nigga, these people like bro. Right. Right. What I found being with different cultures, being with different races and everything, people love when you be yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. why people say uh, white people trying to steal black people culture. No, they just love when black people are their self. Mm-hmm. Like when you're yourself and you can relate to things with white people, with Asian people and stuff, it's, it's amazing. Like you don't have that tension. Yeah. Like you don't have that racial tension. Yeah. You can just have a conversation and leave and be like, wait a minute, I just talked to a white person for five hours. You don't you're not thinking about that yeah, because yeah, yeah. you just like you said, they're people. Yeah. yeah. So I told um he was he was on the podcast a little bit earlier, but I told him before he wanted to know he's going freshman year college, right? He wanted to know how can he control the room walks in walks into it, right? And I and, and, and what I told him, just be yourself, bro. Right. Just be who you are. Like if you like, it's um. I was saying about the uh, encouraging part of just like sometimes you hear that you know like you are doing a good job. You are you are that nigga, bro. Sometimes, good nigga. Yeah, and it's also important to walk like that, man. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's, it's important to yeah. walk in the rooms yeah. like you are ready. Like you do a natural. You don't yeah, even feel. I, I was gonna say every. I, I feel was, like it's all natural for all of us, but right. it's just like you know. Like, I, I see it with y'all. It's like, shit, just natural. Ever since I was little, I always, I don't want to get religion on here, and I don't know if your viewers no, are I'm sorry. We're the harvest. Well, we harvest empowerment conversation, bro. Oh, okay. All season one, bro, we talked about uh, maintaining your garden, keeping okay. faith. Okay, okay. You know, but we, so, God, God made this. So okay, if, since you said that, this is my perspective on life, the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. I never look at race. I never look at color. I never look at status. I never look at any of those things. Yeah. In the Bible, Peter walked into a room and tried to deny God. Mm-hmm. And everybody in that room said, no, it's something about you. Like, you know God. That's how I want my life to be. Mm-hmm. As far as when I walk in a room, I don't want to make a joke. I don't want to say, hey, my name is Jonathan. I just want to walk into a room and people be like, who is this? Automatically and present it. yourself. Yeah. Like my intentions is not to say, "Hey, I want these certain group of people to like me." I just want to be myself, and if they don't like me, they don't like me. Mm-hmm. But my intentions are just be yourself. Yeah, that's it. Oh. And whatever energy they bring, I can match that energy. Mm-hmm. So, and oh, it's so important to be yourself. That's yeah, I mean, and when so you just, when you not, don't try to be not to cut you off, but when you don't try to be yourself. You get out of character and you go down the route that you're like, how can I get out of this? Mm-hmm. And it gets so tiring. Mm-hmm. I, I don't work with a lot of black people, mm-hmm. <laughs> given my profession. Uh-huh. Yeah, so so just, what, what is your profession? I am a higher ed consultant. I've been doing it for about four and a half years. Pretty yeah. much, I just work with um, colleges and universities, anything related to strategy and operations. So fixing their budgets, Organizational design, strategic planning, Jeez. anything like that. And, and I just want to say you just got a promotion too, right? Yes. Yep. Uh, my it's, dog. It's, it's been a long last year, year and a half, but yeah. 
been worth it. It's been worth it. I've been getting rewarded. But just walking in those spaces every day, it's just like most of my project teams, my project teams change based off. So I can be on a project for like 10 months. I can be on a project for a whole year. So it just kind of depends on what I'm working on. And a lot of the project teams that I work on, I'm the only black person, sometimes even the only male on my yeah. team. So it's kind of like, I wouldn't necessarily say I code switch, but I just kind of adapt to the people that surround me. And just to have to do that every single day is, it gets tiring to mm-hmm. not be yourself, to not to genuinely know, if you walk into this place and talk to this person or this person like I would talk to my friend, it would be looked at differently or frowned upon. So yeah. it's just, just that minor, just adjusting to the people that surround me, but it gets tiring every single day. Yeah, I had to, re- I had to realize that because um, I've i messed around and got one of my coworkers up like <laughs> I swear to you, he was like, okay, all right. I, I didn't even think because like you know like I'm basically like in my career, new to my career, like almost like so. Entry. So with that being said, I'm I'm just thinking of like helping the viewers, like what could we change? You know what I mean for. For them to uh, go down that route, to not be scared to walk in the room, to not be around a certain group of people, like what's up? I'm it's, thinking of like minor changes, like you just say well, the way you shake somebody's hand, yeah. or the way you say hello, or yeah, I feel, I feel like the minor change um, with that is just really knowing who you are. Yeah, it's a lot of people walking around that don't really know or have any idea. They are. They never like really tapped in with you. You' about to go down a whole different podcast road. I'm telling you, like, no, that's yeah, that's the past four years. I've been single and I've been you've been tapped in yourself. I've been on social media. I've been into myself. Yeah, you the same way, didn't? I've been on social media. I got a Instagram two weeks ago. Yeah, I applaud you for that. I'm just saying, like, in terms of like. Like just being individuals that's like really like spent time with self and right. trying to figure out like you know who who I am or you know what I like what I don't like what I create boundaries you know it's just certain things that comes with just tapping into yourself and I feel like that's the thing that a lot of people I'm not saying that everybody don't a lot of people do tap into themselves but mm-hmm. like it also comes with just like the acknowledgement of the self awareness of just knowing that every room that you walked in, God has put you there. Yeah. It's almost also like letting, mm-hmm. like, you, you got to tap in with yourself, but you also got to let God guide you. Right. And you got to let him, like, lead you. Because the room, I, I tell myself this every time, every room I walk into, whether it's new or opportunity, every time I go upstairs and go into the office, I'm like, I, I'm supposed to be there. He's supposed to be there, yeah. Because God put me there. You right. know, like, I, like, I'm a big believer in that. Big believer in, like, you know, like everything happens for a reason. I know another thing that helped me is being an observer. So, like you said, so say for instance, you just walked in this building for the first time. Look around, like look at the lights, look at the how the, yeah, yeah, look how the seats are, <laughs> look how clean it is, like look how the people are walking, how they dressing. Because say for instance, you come to work and they say, "Oh man, dress comfortable," and you come in with jeans, but everybody else and like slacks and a polo, you like, okay, next time I gotta change my clothes. Yeah. Or next time I got to change, you know what I mean? So I observe a lot. So the way people walk, the way they talk, how they, 
how they maneuver in certain situations. Like I look at all kind of things. I even did that with football. Like mm-hmm. when I went to Grambling, it was a totally different culture. Like, for example, yeah. in practice and stuff, training room wasn't even the same. Man, what it? I felt like I felt like we was at a block party or a cookout every practice or whatever. But I guarantee you one thing: that team that I played with, oh, that's important. They wasn't playing on yeah. the field. Like, so bring yeah, that yeah, back yeah, to us. Yeah. Bring that back to society. There's a time to play, and there's a time oh, to be serious. For mm-hmm. sure. So. That can be another thing. Like, uh, you can walk into a conference room, and like Scooter said, you can be the only black person. Everybody in there laughing and stuff or whatever. Stay, stay, stay in you. Like, don't, <laughs> yep, don't get yep. into it. Just know your intentions and what you're going in there for. Yep, don't try sure. to join what everybody else is doing. Like I said, I just observe and put it into your character. Yeah, I think that's what people mess up at. They try yep. to join. What's going on? Instead of bringing their in. yeah, instead of bringing your character into it, yeah, yeah. you bring your character into it. That Ooh. might make the conversation even better. Better, or even more, uh, yeah. they they be like, "Whoa, wait a minute, we didn't think of it like that." Yeah, I can agree with that. So it's it's a lot of things that we can say that can go different ways or whatever, but it all boils down to what's your journey and what's your intention. Cause everybody's stuff is not the same. Like I can say, like a millionaire can say, "Man, this is how I made a million dollars." You can do it the same way, but you're not gonna fail the same way. You're yeah. not gonna go the same route they did. You can get to that point, but you gotta, like you said, you gotta figure out your journey, yourself, yeah. and then put it into a plan and align it with whatever you got going on. So, question: Do, do y'all feel like y'all are aligned with your, like, on your journey now? Do you feel like you're in alignment? With what, like to achieve a certain outcome or to live the life you desire, right? You feel like you're alive. I would think I'm getting there. Or, I'm, or where, where do you think you are right now with alignment? I mean, a lot of the things that I've thought about are more material, mm-hmm. but. Okay. The place that I am now is kind of figuring out the mental part. It took me a while to kind of show grace to myself and just kind of open up and maybe be vulnerable to people, yeah. just attach myself to people. Like you said earlier. So, yeah. so what I've been doing, so I, where I am now is just really trying to figure myself out a little bit more honestly. I go to therapy every two weeks just mm-hmm. to really just kind of talk through kind of stuff that has bothered me as a child that I kind of deal with today in terms of just working, personal life, and just how I handle things emotionally. So I feel like I'm getting there. It's a working process. It's a process, yeah. yeah. I feel like we don't know what our future holds for us, so I can't necessarily say if it's more of a material thing that I'm searching for or just where I would want to be. It's just I'm kind of rounding it out and figuring out figuring out myself as we go, mm-hmm. per se. Because I don't want to just kind of mandate, like, I need to have this in 10 years. I need to have this in five years. Mm-hmm. I need to be thinking like this in 10 years. Uh, I, I don't think I need – I don't think I'm at the point to put a timetable on mm-hmm. it, but more so just kind of figure it out. 
of, I think life, well, I know life is full of ebbs and flows. Don't get too high and don't get too low. I mean, it's just kind of how do you react and shake back from once it's high now, but then it's low next week. Yeah. Or if it was low the last month, how do you get back to that high point? Gotcha. So I'll follow, I'll follow with this question. Like, what, what fuels you, like, to where, yeah, where, where did it, we all have, a, like, I feel like everyone, like, has a fire, right? Like, almost like a gas stove, you know, you need to turn up all the way, or you need to turn up all the way So, like, um, I'm going to ask you, like, what fuels you, what drives you, and also if you were to rate how high your fire is now, like, from a gas stove, like, one to ten. Oh, that's a lot of questions there. So I'm gonna start with what drives what drives you. Okay. <laughs> I would say wanting to be a better person or learn myself to the point where I am very confident in the person that I am. Yeah. That's real. That's real. So one to ten. Oh. If you had like. How's that fire lit right now? It's a, a, a six or seven. seven. I mean, part of me not being on Instagram is kind of, I just took myself away from a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my philosophy has been, if you got my number, you know how to connect with me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and I'm trying to get out of that. So I just, for me learning how to like I said, show myself grace and just kind of like be confident and accept myself and just put myself out there more. So that's why I said six, seven. Like I said, I go to therapy just to kind of figure some of that stuff out mm-hmm. and just to kind of have somebody that I can talk with, on talk to and work with towards it. But it's just kind of finding my confidence, trying to find like acceptance and happiness and really love myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying... Yeah. I'm perfect. I know I got some work to do. That's why I give it a six or seven. But I'm getting there. That's what's up, man. That's I'm getting up. there. That's, that's what's up. That's yes, a, oh that's, look, I'm getting there. Right, right, right. Like I say, one percent better. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's and all. Like, like, my, like my therapist told me, he's just like, you've been having the same mindset for the last twenty years. Mm-hmm. Nothing's gonna change overnight. Ooh, progress <laughs> may look. Progress may look like. One good day this week, six bad days, or two good days this week, five bad days. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not gonna say like you want every day to be better immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. not gonna happen. And if yeah. you are thinking like that, that's not realistic. Mm-hmm. So you've been thinking like when she said it to me, I was just like, you're kind of right. You've been thinking yeah. like one way, you've been taught, you were raised <laughs> one way for the last twenty eight years. So why would you think once you get up today, everything is going to be sunshine and rainbows? You ain't put in no work to change it. You have done nothing to change how you're thinking so, or the actions that you have. Well, exactly what you say. Analogy for me is I love y'all know I like horses. So training the horse is pretty much exactly what you said. Whatever you teach it to do while you're on the ground is going to do the same thing when it's on your back. But we see a lot of videos on social media stuff with horses bucking and stuff. They just having a bad day. Ooh. Mm-hmm. But you see another video, that same horse, they just cruising around. So it's the same analogy that you saying, like, okay, I'm training myself to do this, but I just woke up today, I don't feel like doing this. The next day, okay, I'm, I'm into it. 
and it called me, bro. You got it. Okay. I'm all of a sudden I'm into it. It's the same yeah, thing. Yeah, bro. It's you yeah, still flows. at the Ups end of the day, you still got that muscle memory that's saying, okay, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. The gym. Yeah. Perfect example. If you're not feeling going that bitch and lift 400 pounds. Exactly. So you, gotta, <laughs> you gotta have the muscle memory to say, one, you gotta have the muscle memory and say, I'm gonna keep going to the gym. Yeah, you gotta have this. Yeah. Then you gotta say, okay, when I go in there, I ain't gonna be on my phone, I ain't gonna be in the mirror. Then yeah. you gotta, once you get to the weights, it's over because it's yeah. muscle memory. Yeah. <laughs> With well, golf, yeah. I do the same thing. Same thing. One day be yeah. like, I would say what, what fuels me. Well, no, no, no. Let me ask you. Okay. So I'm, I'm, yeah. First question. <laughs> I'm about to get into it. I'm like, there we go. All right, no, but same questions for you, though. Um, What's like, the first? What, what fuels you? Like, uh, where, where did that really come from? When did you, like, when did you discover the fire was there? Because, like, yo, I, I'm trying not to guess. <laughs> 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 It, it, yeah, what like I want to know like what fuels you would keep you going, but like also if you could rate yourself like from one to ten, what how will your fire is lit right now? Okay, so what fuels me is um to be completely honest. I'm not trying to be cliche or trying to do this for the podcast, whatever, but to know that God is working in my life. That's my bigger picture. Yeah. So yeah. my bigger picture is to know that God is working in my life. Mm-hmm. The minor steps in that is confirmation. So when I get confirmation, like I just told you the other day, what you said to me mm-hmm. was that just gave me a boost. Yeah. Because I'm not the type of person that look for. I'm completely, I'm the type of person that likes to be pure. And what I mean by that is I don't want to create a character that's fiending for feedback. Mm-hmm. I want my feedback to be pure and regular, like, man, that's a cool dude, or he carries himself well, or that's not what I do. I'm like we said earlier, I'm just being myself. Yeah. But when I get confirmation that, hey man, what you're doing is right. Yeah. What you're doing is right. Like you're on the right track. So when you said that, that that puts something in my fire because one, my profession is I'm a truck driver and I'm by myself 24-7. A phone call here, a phone call there, but I'm not around people to say, hey, I'm proud of you. Like, you're doing good. Or even yeah. when God sent me those whispers to, through other people, mm-hmm. because I'm I'm into God a lot, but he's not going to always just give you direct feedback. It's always Thanks. through other people. So Thanks. Thanks. that's what fuels me, man. Just to know that God is slowly pushing me into the right direction and that I'm aligning in the right direction with God. So. Confirmation and being pure, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um as far as being on a scale of uh, one to ten, right? Yeah, one, to one to ten, I honestly I think I'm at like an eight point five. Boy. I think I'm at an eight point five because one key that I have is patience. Mm-hmm. I, I love just I love it's not at a point where I'm lazy with it. But if I have to sit down, like right now, I've, been, I've been off of work for two weeks because of something that God did. And I've been trying to figure out, why did you do that? Well, for one, I always think of the positive. Mm-hmm. For one, my truck broke down in my hometown. I've been on the road for two years, mm-hmm. like on the road, living in my truck. Mm-hmm. I broke down in my hometown for two months. I've been around my family for two months. I reconnected with y'all. 
well, not too much, two weeks. I reconnected with y'all. The conversations that we have now, when I go back to work, my mindset is like, okay, now I'm driving trucks for a different reason. Yeah. Now I'm out here on the road because yeah. I have a different motive. Yeah. I told him in Chicago was there too. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, that, this might be a part two or like, okay, y'all need to keep this going type yeah. deal because yeah. that was our first time connected since. And the last time we was in Atlanta, right. that was almost five, six years ago. Yeah. So, uh, I think I'm like at an eight point five, a, a slow eight point five because I, I wanted to be slow. It's kind of like with trucking, people think when you get into trucking, it's a quick dollar. It's it's longevity. It's into process. It. Yeah, yeah, it's a process. process so I think I'm at a slow, a low eight point five, and I'm pretty much going in the right direction. So, so I love you know. Is it appropriate for us to ask the host question? Yeah, it's a conversation, bro. All right, so what drives you? Yeah. What, where, where you at? I'm, I'm, sim- I'm similar to like, I'm like, it's crazy. I'm like, but now my faith. My, my faith, guys, it's well, like, I know, I know God. Like, we kind of all grew up with those kind of families, too, though. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of what he was saying, muscle memory. Like, we know. That God led us to this point, but now we grown. Like we didn't, we was yeah. kids. We yeah, was going grown, to church. Gotta and, put in, it was also like seeing God work, and you know, just like when I realized that, you know, okay, God got my back. When I realized like God ain't gonna let me down, I just, I just stuck with and roll with it. That confused me because I'm like, if I, if I stay true to who I am, know who I am, do all the work I need. If I do the assignments that God had given to me, I'm gonna be straight. Right. And with the, within those assignments are just like little checkpoints to where like, mm-hmm. hey, you need to get your shit together. And <laughs> it's like it's like it's a real conversation. Like you need to handle your business. But before yeah. you answer your second question, mm-hmm. I want to put this in there because it's on. It's right what you're talking about. I'm a hundred percent confident in what I'm about to say. Wherever you put your energy, with a hundred percent of your energy, you'll get a hundred percent of positive feedback. Oh, for sure. Only if it's Positive energy, yeah, right, yeah, obviously. But wherever you put your energy, like you're saying, putting your energy in God, He's gonna give you feedback. Yeah. It might not be the feedback you need, but yeah. it's the feedback that you like, not the feedback that you want, but it's the feedback, feedback that you need, yeah. right? Yeah, so a lot of times, um, God might send us something, and you like, God, I ain't asking this. Wait a minute, like you did ask for this, you just got to figure out. How to use it, right? Yeah. How so I say, it. so I say, God, God fuels my fire, but what keeps it lit is just like everything I've been through, just like right. what I've encountered. To where like, oh no, like, I, I want better than this for me. You know what I'm saying? That's what that's what keeps my lit. But to get that, get it started, start with God. Uh, but to rate myself one through ten, I have to, I have to give myself seven and a half, eight. I say solid eight. Like, you know, it's like now I, I leave with my intentions. Like, we're going to make this a great day. Mm-hmm. We're going to find some way, somehow to get better. But God, I don't care. We're going to learn something today. I don't care if it's, a, shit, if it's at the gas station. We gonna, you know, like, it's, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like we're going we gonna to try to, like, it's always that, that. It's really the mindset and how you look at things. You just want to absorb things. Mm-hmm. And just like, like me, I'm just like, bro, tell me something that I don't. 
Right. <laughs> you feel me? I love like, learning. Yeah, I it's like, don't, don't keep telling me the same thing, because it's like, that ain't, ain't helping. Right. That's not helping my telling. That was, that was, dang, that's crazy. That was one thing that obviously it was all other stuff. I could have worked hard, I could have did this, mm-hmm. whatever. That was one thing that set me back with football, that I was getting told the same thing, or oh, you're a good player, or you this, or that. And coaches would tell me minor things that I'm doing wrong, like you said. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, you're not telling uh, dudes, oh, you good, you doing this, you doing that. You tell, bro, you need to get right. Yeah. You need to, like, yeah. you need to do this. Like, you and, can be great. You no, know, fast. And I'll say this. I, I used to tell my players this. I would ask my players this. I'm like, who, does, who the realest nigga you know? And they'll, they'll, they'll first mention, like, they homeboy, they boom, boom, boom. I said, no, it needs to be you. You need to be the realest <laughs> nigga you know. Because if you, be, if you be the realest nigga, you know you'll be real with yourself. And, right. you and it yeah. won't hold you back from being real to somebody to else. Because somebody else. You you, yeah, you're being real to yourself. So that's why I, I who the real, who's the realest nigga you know. Uh, my dad. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it needs to be you, though. You need right. to be real with yourself because, like, that's that's... That's how I like coach myself up and just like fuel myself. Because it was like, because sometimes I had to, because I was just like, nah, you need really, like, I could easily, like, just be on BS, just do the bad thing. But it's like, nah, you need to shit. That's a good point. That's a good point. Because if you're real with yourself, you like, do I really need to do this? Do I really need to go there? Yeah. Do I really need to try this out? That, yeah, I like that. Yeah. And that's the point where I'm working mm. Just to, be that yeah. real nigga for myself. Yeah. I think oh, it, look, it's the best thing that you will ever experience. Bro. I was just about to say something that'll help you to get that. You you can say, okay, this move will benefit me in the future. Do it for future you. Yeah. Because if I don't do it now, I can do it later. That's that's the mindset. That's crazy because that's the mindset. Like I, I said that last week. I was like, I'm doing this for future me. Yeah. I've just been stuck on just. Like, I need to have a plan. I need to have my had it or figured it out. It's just, just like, hold up, relax. You're doing a good job. Right. You working yeah. here. You ain't let yourself down before. You mean my talk about energy? Let's just say this, for example. You got a plan, a three-year plan. You just put all your energy into this plan, right? And what you said earlier, trying to change your character and stuff is exhausting, right? So you're doing this plan, right? About the second year, it goes... But you just put all your energy in this plan. You're so exhausted from saying three years, and three years, and three years. When that second year hit, how can you put more energy into something else when you already exhausted? Now your mind like, I ain't gonna make it to the third year. I ain't gonna be able to do this. Mm-hmm. So now you gotta find that balance to where it's like, okay, do I need a five-year plan right now? Because I'm still working on myself. Can I control what's gonna happen if it don't go right? So, I mean, I'm, I never had a plan. Like, when I was playing football, it was football, 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 football. When football stopped, the first thing that came to my mind was, okay, God got something else for me. I don't know what it is. I don't know what I'm going to do. I went great. from job to job, and guess what? In months, I was the manager. Got a raise. I did this because I was just being myself. Mm-hmm. Mm. One job in mm. particular, I worked at a restaurant, and I never knew this. Y'all know that I was always antisocial, bro. Always. 
when I went to college, I was talking to other people, I hung out at parties and stuff. But this job in particular, I was like a wait, wait, waiter. Something just told me, like, just go out and check on people, make sure they food good and all this. I'm not knowing the customer's going to go back and tell my boss. So now I got a raise on the manager. I just did it out of curiosity. Just I, I never was in that position before. I was an athlete. People were always coming up to me, asking me for my autograph. And oh, me would. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So my instincts just switched. Like, okay, now I'm a servant. Mm-hmm. I'm a servant. Anything that I do, I'm a servant. I'm a truck driver. My job is to get your freight there on time. When I get there, I'm smiling. I'm, hey, man, how you doing? How your day going? Uh, Service. You said something. You said something to me when we went to Eric Badu concert. I mean, we was walking across the street. Yeah. And I said, "What's up oh, to that guard?" Yeah, so you're talking to that man. And you were surprised. It was normal to me. Yeah, I remember that. You were surprised. Yeah. You was like, "Dunk, I'm glad you did it." I was like, "What?" Say, "Hey." He, he said it like ain't nobody asking. Yeah, yeah, and the guard yeah, was yeah. like, "Hey, he man." So I do that. I do that a lot, bro. I just have conversation with people, and you just see that they change. Like, oh my god, yeah. somebody talked to me. Like. Somebody made me laugh. Like yeah. somebody just appreciate me. So I mean, that just goes back to what I said earlier. Everything that I do, bro, is pure. It has to be pure because now I'm I'm battling with giving and receiving. Like I don't I don't feel like I need to give something to get what I want back. Yeah. I just want to be myself, and it's gonna come. Yeah. It's going to follow in your lap. Think about, think about, think, think about it this way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I said just follow in your lap, man. I don't think we're talking about that. Right? <laughs> think, think about this. How, how much do God want us to give us in time? 10%. Just give 10%? Of your energy? <laughs> <laughs> give 10%? That's uh, what I said. Just energy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he only, bro, he just only asked energy. for 10%. God only wants 10%, but he'll bless us with so many things. But we give him 90% to our job. We give him 90% to other things when we're not giving it to ourselves at first. We're not oh, even giving ourselves 10%. Oh, not even giving ourselves 10%. <laughs> oh, shit. So, I mean, I'm, I'm a tight person, bro. I look outside the box. Yeah. I look out like one big thing for me is my environment. Yeah, who you're around. Yeah, that's that's what you talk oh, about. Muscle man. memory. If I'm oh. in my same environment, right, when change. I go out, it's change. gonna be the same environment. Yeah. I'm just around, you know. I'm just in a different location, but my yeah. mind is in the it's same in the same thing. Exactly. So when I went to school to a PWI, when I went to school to a HBCU, I was myself. I, but I adapted to the environment. I didn't bring Atlanta to North Carolina. I didn't bring Atlanta to Louisiana. Mm-hmm. I adapt to it. Yeah. But I was still myself. Yeah. So wherever I go, bro, I can adapt. Like everywhere I go, Same. everywhere I go, like yeah. I can just go up to people. I can just talk to people. But I'm not. I'm aware. People always say, "Are you scared? Are you this?" No, I'm aware of what's going on, but I'm not finna have yeah. my character be tense because I'm scared I'm of white people. I'm scared right. of business people. I'm scared of the boss man. Man, I treat everybody. I don't talk to so many people with a regular conversation. And the end of the conversation, like, yeah, man, I own this. I own it. really. You're just a normal speak, person. Or you get to speak in Spanish with people that forget what you're asking. 
<laughs> I'm, working on, I'm working on my standards, bro. I'm working on my standards, bro. Gee, gee, I'm oh my God. I, I know enough to make a Hispanic or a Latina person say, "Whoa, wait a minute, okay, okay. yeah, like I do, I do just enough to make a person just okay. I do just enough to break that barrier of what is this guy about to do? Oh. What is this guy about to say?" I do just enough to break that barrier. And what I mean by that is I don't go out of my character. I just feel the energy in the room and just let it go. Okay, how you doing? Let it go. Whether it's a, hey, how you doing? One well, last question. Okay. What's your desire out of life? Ooh, go first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't you. He ain't you. No, nope, I'm a first language. Uh, <laughs> what do I desire out of life? That's deep, bro. That is deep, bro. I read books on so everything I deep in, but that's that's a deep question. I, I, I said I read books. <laughs> I'm not retarded. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say that, <laughs> Yo, yeah, no, that but man, just to keep it simple, bro. I just want to know that I'm doing things right. And what I mean by that is, is like, I'm not trying to get over on people. I'm not trying to do things for a quick, for a quick high. I'm not trying to do things just to satisfy. I'm not trying to do things for temporary satisfaction. Mm. I want to be able to have longevity of peace and happiness, if that makes sense. So what I desire out of life is basically peace and happiness. And whatever in between that is, that's what we talked about earlier. That's what I'm working toward. That's what I'm trying to align myself with. So my biggest goal is peace and happiness. Oh, you stole my answer. No, that was my Peace <laughs> was, was, was in my answer, too. So my, my answer was happiness. It's <laughs> like, because, man, growing up, like I had a peace childhood. Right, I right. Knew, I understood what happiness was. But I had somebody ask me this like not too long ago. He was just like, what makes you happy? Is that are you happy? I'm just like, bro, I really don't know why I can answer that question. Exactly, bro. Because it's not, it's just, just what does that really look like for a black male at this age? Not just saying, saying it needs to be something material, but what does that look like? I know, and I'm kind of going back to the conversation that we had, I'm on the journey to get there. So just what I desire out of life is happiness, just genuine happiness. Happiness with myself, happiness with my situation, whatever, whatever I'm doing, wherever I'm living at, just that that acceptance and gratitude that I give in and pour into myself, that I'm happy with all the decisions that I made that accumulated to me to get into this point, wherever it may be. So I don't want to say it's, it's a material thing because I think that's a little shallow. Yeah. But happiness. I like that. What do you desire out of life? Oh. Uh, Take your time, Pastor. Take your time. Hey, man. No, I would say I, peace, understanding, and love. Peace, understanding, and love. And just like desire to like just really be the best person. Oh, and I say it again. Mm. Um, uh, and I say this all the time. I do not want to be that old person. Like, I wish I could have done more. Should have could have would have. I don't want to do that. I want to, like, 
or be that nigga that's living his life through his kids. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. And I'll say, and I don't say this in a cocky or like just, I desire to to want it all. And that that that's a that want it all anything. for you. Yeah, that could be yeah. anything. That's a whatever you think that is. Yeah. Like you want, might want that's this whole car in there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you might yeah, just want your your, your car in That's yeah. really just your discretion. Yeah. yeah. So it's safe to say that um, you know, I'll say it because like you know, nobody got to say it. We just them niggas, and we uh, <laughs> we have the uh, <laughs> we, we 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 have the. I, I see it just as we have the mindset, like, you know, we got it. And then, like, I look forward to, not, not and I don't try to, like, dwell, I start present, being present is key, mm-hmm. but I just look at in the, in the journey and the route that we're going, just as us as individuals. You know, it's like, it could, it's something beautiful, like, shit, we see each other at the top. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What you say is empire? Bro, building an empire, bro. <laughs> Like you know, I, I I see it just as that because mm-hmm. just of the like mind, mind uh, mindsets, just like the same drive, same. I ain't gonna lie to be easy. Purpose. I mean, to be honest, it's kind of easy because, like you just said, we different. Like anybody can say, bro, we them niggas, but you them you that nigga in your situation. Yeah, like yeah. right. Yeah. But a lot of people is. That nigga in the same, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I think we just in a different mindset and a different, have a different perspective on life. Basically, what we've been talking about the whole time. Yeah. 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 yeah man, you know. I like to express my gratitude that you allowed me to partake in this conversation. Oh, no, no thanks. No oh, yeah. It, it was a pleasure having you on. I thank you for taking the time out yes, sir. To, uh, to sit down and talk to him on harvest, what we harvest in power and conversation. We'll see you back next week. Another episode. Brand new week. Oh yeah. Also, uh go ahead. He got a he got an Instagram. Oh, now. brand new Instagram. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. It's go my ahead. Name, Promote yeah. Dominic Stiegel. It's we, all one word. It's all I ain't got no pictures yet, but they coming. We'll spell, <laughs> we'll spell it out. Um, you know, the, uh my Instagram is trucking with skinny one point Trucking with skinny one point There we go. See y'all next week. I'm going to mention how some paid on music. Hey. <laughs> 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 <laughs>